Welcome to episode 16 of Keep Blooming. I'm your host, Liz Montigny. In today's episode, I'll be talking about five ways to nurture your self-image. And I'm not talking about just the physical here. Be sure to check the show notes if you want to get a free download of my self-talk card. And of course, check out my upcoming retreats. They are going to be spectacular. So let's get growing and keep blooming. Do you want simple steps to level up your mind, body, and spirit or encouragement as you navigate the challenges of motherhood, or maybe you need a dose of hope to achieve that goal? Then you've tuned in to the right podcast. This is Keep Blooming, and I'm your host, Liz Montigny. Each week, I'll encourage you to drop the hustle mentality for hope and act on the dreams God has put on your heart. I'm a licensed Ziegler life coach. I've created a theater ministry, and like you, I'm doing all the things as a Catholic, a wife, and a mom to three boys. So let's get growing and keep blooming. Hello, welcome to Keep Blooming. I'm your host, Liz Montigny, and we are in a brand new baby month, February. I can't believe it. January flew by, though I know a lot of people out there are saying it always feels like the longest month for them, but not for me. Um, February is a tough month for me. I feel like we're really in the thick of winter, and um, but you know, we have that hope for spring. It's always just been a tough month for me. So I'm really going to be diving into today's topic, which are five ways to boost your self image. And I'm not just talking about the physical stuff. Okay. So before we dive into all that though, I want to remind you to check the show notes. A lot of fun stuff in there, especially around local and destination retreats. If you want to hop on my email list, I have a direct link there now too. So don't forget to check it all out. All right. If you've been listening a while, you know that I like to start my conversations with you with a little Lexio Divina so we can root um, you know, this in truth. Uh, and I'm going to be pulling today from Colossians chapter three, verses nine through 10. Stop lying to one another since you have taken off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed for knowledge in the image of its creator. So I like this. Uh, first of all, this is uh, St. Paul. He wrote a lot of his letters um, and so forth in prison. So for him to, um, you know, just be praising and giving glory in that type of situation is pretty amazing, right? But I love that opening. Um, stop lying to one another, right? Be authentic. And, you know, taking off um, just airs, right? Taking off that old self and transforming yourself and renewing yourself because you were created by God. You are a child of God. And just sit with that and think about that for a moment. I mean, 
you know, for us cradle Catholics, we know that, right? But do you really sit with that knowledge? And how would things change in your life if you did? So we'll come back to that at the end of our chat. But yes, I want to talk about five ways to just nurture and build up your self-image. I thought this would be a good time of the year to talk about this, especially for anybody who may be struggling with, you know, whatever did or didn't happen with their New Year's resolutions, or if you're already feeling like off track with your goals or whatever it may be, um, or if you're just trying to beat the winter blues. Um, I know that's for me, um, especially in this month. So here are the five things, and I'm going to break them down a little bit more for you. So leverage your successful qualities. Choose your input wisely. Three, manage self-talk. Four, level up your environment. And five, spend time with the right people. So in nowhere in here am I talking about self-image in terms of your appearance, although I think that's super important because I believe when we look good, we feel good. Um, and there's a lot goes into that, but I'm not going to cover that today. All right. So one, uh, leveraging your successful qualities. What do I mean by this? So Oftentimes I like to ask my clients, you know, especially if there's something they're struggled with or there's something that they failed at, at the pat in the past um, and they want to overcome that or just change their mindset around that. Um, I ask them, what are successful qualities they possess? So you, another way you could think of that is uh, what are your gifts? What are you good at? You know, um, are, you know, do you live, are you integrated, um, have integrity with your word? Sorry, I couldn't get that out. <laughs> um, you know, there's so many successful qualities, right? So if you had to think of some adjectives to describe yourself, what would those be? And then how will those qualities help develop areas of your life where you feel some discontent. So how can those qualities help you in those areas where you have a longing and discontent, maybe a challenge, um, and just know that everything you need to succeed is there inside of you. It just needs to be nurtured. And you need to focus on the good rather than the bad, okay? Uh, number two, choose your input wisely. What do I mean here? So um, one of the first spokes on the wheel of life that I go in depth with my clients on is their mindset, and it's called the mental spoke. And that is about what you are choosing to read, listen to, or watch. And does that input amplify your life? Does it lift you up or is it bringing you down? So you really need to curate what you consume, consuming with your eyes and your ears and all that stuff, because it all matters. Um, I really encourage folks to lay off the news. There's like nothing good there. 
<laughs> so find some other input. I know I start my mornings um, with Lexio Divina with the daily gospel reading. And, um, and then of course I'm always reading some book. Uh, right now I'm reading the mindful Catholic and it's, oh, it's not directly in front of me. So I don't have uh, the author, but it is a really good book already. I'm only on like chapter one. So my point is, um, pay attention to all of that input. And if you need to make an adjustment there because something is bringing you down, um, you should do that. All right. Number three, manage self-talk. I mean, we're all guilty of, you know, talking bad things about ourselves in our heads, right? It happens. But um, you can you can start to manage that little by little. Um, in uh, my coaching practice, there are resources that I have, even self-talk cards that you can practice on with yourself. But um, is there something negative you always tell yourself? Is there something that's always on a loop in your head? I really encourage you um, to write down the opposite of whatever that lie is, whatever that negative thing is that you have going on in your head. Um, and just write down the opposite of that and focus on that. And um, like I said, I have some self-talk exercises. If that's something you want to explore, feel free to email me. But uh, I even had a client who wrote her own uh, affirmations uh, because that worked for her and they absolutely do work. I used to think affirmations was a bunch of woo-woo until I tried it, you know, and it's really about transforming and renewing your mind. And, um, you know, God placed you here on this earth as a gift to other people. We need to start thinking of ourselves uh, that way as well. All right. Number four, level up your environment. So I see this in, in two ways. Number one, I work from home. Um, if you work from home as well, um, you know, do you have a dedicated workspace? Is it a mess? Is, you know, do you need to declutter? Because having a messy workspace, especially if you work from home, is not productive and it can lead to distraction. So, you know, make sure that you're spending less time looking for things and just make sure that you have what you need in front of you. Also, I don't know about you, but for me, my space really needs to inspire me. I'm really affected about how it looks around me. Um, we live in an old house and we still have some work to do here. So it's, it's actually a little frustrating for me. So I tend to, when I need to do a lot of writing or um, a lot of creative stuff, I tend to go to like a coffee shop or something to get that done. And it really uplifts my mood and, and I get it done. Um, I've even read about people who, um, you know, go to like a swanky hotel lobby and do their work, you know, whatever it needs to be for you. And if you do not, you know, if you do not have your own business you're, or you're not working from home and you're in the office, 
um, just make sure that that space is really conducive for you to do your work. Do you need to warm it up with some kind of lighting? Do you um, need to put certain kinds of pictures or affirmations out? Um, you know, is there something about it that you need to remove that distracts you? Um, but really take a look around uh, at the place that you work in um, and see what is working for you or not working for you there and, and make the adjustment. Um, I'm, I'm certain you'll be better for it. So, all right. And then the last thing, number five, uh, that I want to suggest to you is spend time with the right people. So when you think about the people that you are around most or, the people that you talk with the most, because I'm a solopreneur, um, I'm home here with my family. So um, the other people I interact with, it's it's mostly virtual. <laughs> it's mostly voicemails and, and, you know, messaging over social media and stuff. But are you spending time with the right people? Do you feel drained or inspired by the people you spend time with? I think this is really important. And it can also be a tough one because, um, you know, we all have been there or maybe we're currently there with friends that drain us. And if you find that is happening to you, really take some time and um, see if you need to just put up some healthy boundaries around spending time with that person. Um, or just, you know, limiting time, whatever that may be, and um, really consider uh, how your conversations go in your circle. So if there is a lot of complaining, blaming, gossip, those kinds of things, you want to work to eliminate that, right? Those aren't uplifting um kinds of conversation that is going to boost your self-image or theirs, right? That's a pretty negative space to hang out on, how hang out in, excuse me. But, you know, if you're able to talk with people in your circle about your goals and your dreams and what you hope to accomplish, um, you know, financially, career, socially, whatever it may be, and, you know, have somebody uh, support you and maybe even challenge you a little bit, that's way more exciting, right? So um, I read somewhere on the interwebs, you're 90% more likely to reach your goal when you have an accountability partner, right? So if you don't have that kind of person in your life, that's actually why a lot of people um, seek out a coach. But um if you do have that person in your life, wow, you are blessed. And you should let them know that. Um, anytime that a thought pops into your head about, you know, somebody you care about, a friend or whatever, I always encourage people to uh, go ahead and reach out and tell them that. It can be super quick text, you know, like, hey, I was just thinking of you. I hope you're having an awesome day. I mean, how nice is that, right? Um, and that can be part of your gratitude practice too. And for parents, I, I like 
to do this uh, as a mom to three boys, um, you know, occasionally I, do, I don't do it as often as I should, but um, I will write them a note and I will say, I love you because, and I'll fill the rest of it in with one of their talents or something they're really good at, or, um, you know, how they behaved well with their brother or something like that. And then I'll give it to them um, just one-on-one. -on -one. And I have to tell you, it's so fun to see their face change as they read it and they just like light up and, and they always say thank you. So, you know, especially with, so you're listening to this, this episode came out uh, February 1st. So why not for the next two weeks leading up to Valentine's Day, you know, write those little love notes um, to the people you care about and, and see how that makes you feel. Uh, and of course, I know it's going to make their day too. So yes, so five ways to nurture and build up your self-image that really don't have a lot to do with the physical, right? It's number one, leveraging your successful qualities and applying that to the challenges in your life. Um, two, choosing your input wisely, what you're focusing on, what you're reading, what you're listening to. And of course, I always uh, keep it real and positive on this podcast. Uh, number three, managing that self-talk. Like I said, if you want to explore that self-talk card I have, um, my uh, you can sign up for my email and um, just shoot me an email and say, hey, you know, I heard you mention this. I want it. Um Number four, level up your environment. So the workplace that you are in or, um, you know, your home, if you want to make some adjustments here and there, definitely declutter um, is right up there at the top of the list and make it a space that works for you. Uh, and last but not least, spending time with the right people and letting them know they're the right people. All right. That's what I have for you today. Let's go back to Galatians. And this is chapter three, verses nine through 10. Let's see if we pull out anything new this time. Stop lying to one another. Since you have taken off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed for knowledge in the image of its creator. Man, I keep coming back to that first phrase, stop lying to one another. It's like, yeah, don't do that. Don't lie to yourself either, right? Um, and that's what we're constantly doing here. We're, we're shedding that old self and renewing ourselves each day by what we choose to do and focus on. So remember that you were made in the image and likeness of God. And you should start acting like it. All right. Great. So coming up in February on the podcast, I do have some guests for you. I know I'm kind of holding off, holding out on you as we, we head into the new year, but um, some great people coming up talking about travel and money mindset and more to come. So I can't wait to share that with you. Like I said, check the show notes um, if you want that self-talk card. And uh, definitely check out the details of my upcoming retreat. All right. 
Let's get growing and keep blooming. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Keep Blooming. Tune in every Wednesday for a dose of hope and encouragement. You can find this podcast on Anchor, Spotify, and Google and Apple Podcasts. To be the first to know about my upcoming retreats and latest offerings, be sure to hop onto my email list. Have a wonderful week and remember to keep blooming.